Is there a doctor in the house? Hey, it's Dr. Lisa, and it's time for Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit. I fucking give a shit. I mean, pretty much. Not all the time, but when I can. Um, so, uh, anyway, thanks for joining me. I'm, uh, I'm very excited to be here today uh, on Radio Free Brooklyn on the Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit show. It's a shit show, isn't it? So, anyway, I'm just um, really excited because it's, it's actually the day after my 60th birthday, which is so crazy. Um, cause like, I, like it's, like it's freaking me out to say, to even say that frankly, but anyway, uh, so I'm going to try and keep my shit together, but I had like a really, really great time last night. So, and for no, like, it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't a big, like major, major blowout. It was just a very socially satisfying evening, something I was desperate for that I didn't even realize how much I needed it. So I'm in a, I'm in a good, but foggy mood. Um, so there's something I do really want you to know about, though. Um, let's see if I can, like, if I can boil this down to make it legible, because I don't, you know, Tom, are you listening? You guys leave this sheet of paper, and I don't even know what I'm supposed to, the type is too big, okay, because the sentences are all broken up. It's really bad typography. Uh, but I want to tell you about, this is what I want to tell you about. The Bayou and Brooklyn Music Festival, which kicks off on this Friday, May 13th at 8 p.m. and continues until this Sunday, May 15th at 10 p.m. at the fabulous Jalopy Music Theater in Red Hook, Brooklyn. Red Hook is like the coolest uh, area in Brooklyn because you can't get there. And it has it, it's slow to gentrify if you haven't been out there. Um, so it's going to be Cajun Zydeco dance hall bands, jambalaya su- supper, jamming and dancing are just a few of the great things that are in store for you. And then I'm going to tell you who the lineup is because there's they. If you know anything about this, they are fucking rocking. Okay, Courtney Granger, Blake Miller, Jesse Ledge, Bayou Jesse Ledge and the Bio Brew, Cibon, Zydeco Revelators. Black Rock, Zydeco, and The Saints. So get your tickets at jalopy.biz. Also, you should go to our new website because they just redid the Radio Free Brooklyn website, and it's freaking awesome. Fucking awesome. I can say that on the air. So I'm very excited about my my guest today, who I'm going to tell you about a little bit before I actually verbally introduce him. Um, First of all, he's really cute. He's so cute. Okay, so that's that's something you should know. Um, and as somebody that I met, um, I actually saw him doing comedy um, probably close to a year ago now, and uh, he really stood out. And then I got a chance to like re-meet him uh, recently and invite him on the show, and I was really excited that he said yes because he's got this great vibe and he's really funny. But the truth is, is that, so here's what I'm nervous about. I'm going to put this right out here right now because this is how I'm feeling. So I really like this person. I have respect for him already because I know he's really smart, right? And he's also, I can tell, got some kind of weird complex background. And I can't really, I don't really quite know what that is because I don't really know hardly anything about him for real. And uh, besides the 10 minutes we chatted before I'm talking to you, so, and I'm also like a little foggy from the party because um, I enjoyed myself. So I'm under a little bit, I'm going to just put this out there that there's a little counter transference, maybe a little bit intimidation on my part because I'm not quite, 
you know, so I just want to put that out there. This is going to be a great show, and let's just see if we can, like, dissect this person's mind. Hello, Andrew. Hello, Lisa. Okay, well, first of all, we got to turn your mic up. All right. Yeah, Andrew Ritchie. So get a little closer to the mic. How's that sound? All right, I'll do whatever you say. You will? Yeah. Oh, great. So, yeah. Take take off your clothes. That was such a like lead. That was like a total leading in line. Um, how? Let's see how you said now. Get just a tiny bit closer. Just a tiny bit closer. If I took off my clothes right now, we, what are we gonna do at the end of the show? Like we, we have to build. Yeah. How are we gonna like? Yeah, I know. Have you ever had sex with a sixty-year-old woman? Uh, not yet. No, it's not that great. Aren't you married? Yeah, that's why I can joke about it. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, if I was like, how old are you? I can't believe I had to think about that. I'm 31. Yeah, so if I was closer to your age, I'd be really intimidated. There's no way I'd be able to flirt with you if I was your age. No way. No way. I'd be like, ah, he's too cool. He's going to, like, he doesn't want to talk to me. That's what I'd be thinking. But now that I can be your grandma, I'm fine with it, uh, which is really liberating. And a great thing about getting older, ladies. Um, I'm already so kind of embarrassed right I'm so embarrassed right you now. are I'm really so yeah, yeah, yeah. I embarrassed you already was, you're a comedian how could you be embarrassed if I was a white person I would be red in the face why are you embarrassed well, like, I just I, I like being appreciated for what I'm talking about not for like you I don't like, like that I objectified you are you angry? Are you feeling angry? Because that's cool. No, you should really tell. Yeah, up. I bet you are a little angry. I'm not angry. I'm, no. But you said you were foggy. I'm at least as at least as foggy as you are. No, you're not. We're, we're fogging it up. Yeah. Yeah, we're right. fogging it up. Well, yeah. we're gonna like we're so but you know what? See, that's what I like because it makes it a little harder. But we're gonna get there. So anyway, um, I this is what I this is what I found out to to introduce you. Um, besides the fact that you are like a really original and talented comedian that uh, performs regularly and you've been doing it for how long a couple years and your career is moving forward we've we established that not as fast as you would like just like everybody else because that's the way life goes but i think things are good i got a good vibe about you you know things are good you're gonna yeah yeah you just don't forget about me you know this 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 recording here is gonna be you know gonna be a big hit in like another five years when you have your own comedy central show like some of the other people like that I've already spent time with. I'm a really loyal friend. Oh, good. Okay, great. And, and, and I already invited you to the Radio Free Brooklyn party on Saturday, so we're all set. Um, so um, you're also a – you make a living as a coder, right? Is that right? Unfortunately, yes. Why, why do you say unfortunately? That's a really great skill. I wish I had that skill. It's kind of a cool skill. It's cool when you're learning it, and then once it becomes your job, you just do the same things over and over again. So it's really boring? Yeah, it's really boring. But it is like you can always make money, right? Yeah, no, that, that's That's, that's the like the best part. That is the best part. It's a really great day job to have if you're doing something else. Right. And how much do you make an hour? You don't have to answer it, but I'm asking. Do what? I have to answer that? No. I just asked, but you don't have to answer it. Uh, just say you don't want to if you don't want to. I guess I'm gonna answer it. Should I? Should I just answer it? If you, it's up to you, really. I Go make ahead. 110 an hour. 110 fucking dollars an hour. 100 and fucking fucking 110 fucking a hun a hun a hundred and ten fucking 
I am getting a divorce and trying to marry you. That's crazy. I don't work that much, though. That's the, that's the thing. Well, who would? I just wait around for people to pay me a lot. So. Oh, wow. So you're really like, that's, well, you know what? You know what impresses me about that? That, you know, I think like comedians and artists, not just comedians, but a lot of comedians and artists and young people starting out in their creative careers don't understand how important it is to have a job and make money um, so that you can have enough stability to feed your child, which is your art. Well, I tried the broke route. Like, I was broke for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't get To do anything. comedy, you were broke, you mean? Uh, no, I, w- I wasn't Just broke because you didn't have any job. Well, I was writing fiction. Oh. So that's how I got my comedy. I was writing fiction oh. first. But I just didn't feel... I felt so unstable not making any money uh-huh. that I didn't get any work done. So I had to find a job that would pay for what I was doing. And then I start, Then I felt comfortable at work. Smart. See, so you're a great example. See, I'm so glad you're here because this is what I try to do. I try to show how you have to do your shit together in order to be a creative person, a successful creative person. I'm trying. <laughs> no, you're doing great. And I love how um, self-effacing you are. That's a really charming quality. See, that's what it is that, you know, that's what, that's what the girl's like. I'm doing great until I fall into this microphone because I'm, so tired. No. What what would happen last night? Um, I you didn't I, come to my party. You probably didn't even know about it. But I didn't party. fucking I invite you. What a mistake that was. Okay. So what did you? How come you're tired today? Um, I had a fight with my girlfriend, and I went out drinking with one of my best friends to uh, party away the fight. Aww. And how? And uh, and uh, so did. So are you telling me that you um, were trying to sh- to um, push your emotions down through drinking? I uh, hope not. I do that. You do? A lot. Do, do you? Yeah. Do you drink a lot? I drink too much. You do. How much drinking is drinking too much? Um, probably two or three nights a week. I just, like, stay out past yeah. 2 a.m. and um, just drink, drink through the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're 31. Yeah. Well, you know, do, do you, so we, you know, I, well, yeah, you know what? I'm going to start an AA meeting. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. You said uh, you have a party with pot cookies. You can't start an AA meeting. Oh, no, no. You know what? Um, you're 31 and that's okay. So it's like, I'm know. not here to judge. And I certainly am. I'm not a real doctor. We all know this. I have no real credentials. But um, if you have a serious drug or alcohol problem, you really need to get help. That's all I can say. And, uh, and this is not it. Um, although we can certainly it, talk about it. At what point is it serious? Um, that's a way more complicated uh, question. Are you really worried that it might be serious? I mean, do uh, you want to talk about that? Like you go out and you get like binge drink three times a week. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, I do that three times a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're also saying that you had like a fight with your girlfriend and you don't want to deal with that, right? So yeah. you went out. Did, when you went out with your friend, um, and you have a drinking buddy too, right? I have a few. See, that's part of that whole alcoholic thing because um, – you need to have um, people that you drink with regularly who do the same thing. Those are your enabler people, right? Yeah. You got those. Yeah, you got, got it all set up. You got, got your enablers. Got them. Uh, you got plenty of money to drink. They're good uh, people, though. 
No, and you know what? Alcoholics are the best. People with drug problems are great. Drug and alcohol people are the best. I mean, we're not, there's no judging here. There is no judging. Um, we're just exploring whether you don't want to be drinking as much as you are. I've That's been, all. I've but, been but, successful but, at cutting back lately. Okay. Not cutting back as much as I should, but cutting back to like a reasonable Cut Cutting back. So, yeah. Um, you know, all this stuff could really be serious. I don't know. But also, the thing I want to know is when you went out with your friend and you were upset about your girlfriend, did you talk about the girlfriend thing or did you talk about, did you try to just put, shove that back so that you could forget about it? Uh, I definitely talked about the girlfriend thing for a while. So you wanted to work that out. So yeah. it was on your mind. You weren't just completely drinking to get it over with yeah no i didn't put it Mm -hmm. it out of my mind so did it does drinking interfere with your relationship with her uh probably yeah Mm -hmm. does Mm -hmm. she drink and do drugs or whatever part is she party does she party is she part of the party with you uh she used to be she quit a few months ago ah not quit entirely but quit being like the party Uh, uh uh-huh and how has that affected your relationship I don't know. There's been, just been so much stuff, other stuff that ha- that's happened in the last few months. That I, 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 I it's just know. one more thing. So your life is a little termo- tumultuous right it's now? It's really tumultuous. Oh, really? Tumultuous? How do I say that? I, tumultuous. So What's that going on? Really? There's like a handful of words you know, that I just can't say right okay. now. Okay. Well, no, we're, that's fine. That's fine. But you know what? There is one thing that I want to put out there that I sensed about you that we talked about before you were on that I find really interesting. And I... I want to get into the t- what's going on in your life, but I just want people to have the same frame of reference that I think affected me with something you said, which was, like, if I look at you, like, the way you present in person is a, is a fairly sophisticated, um, you know, good-looking, well, you know, sharply, you know, you look pretty sharp. I'm trying really hard. Yeah, and you it's got you are trying really hard, effortless. and you got like the dreads or whatever. Are you you are you African? Are you a purebred or half and half? Purebred. <laughs> I haven't heard that one. That's a new one. Oh are you God. purebred African American oh or half and half? No, I'm like the biggest mutt. I have like different people of different half races on both sides. It's really so. You, so you were made by like a whole bunch of people, all mammals though, right? I'm no, the future of humanity. Okay. When everyone just starts having sex okay. with everyone and everyone, the, the color great. comes towards the middle. Great. That's kind of great. And you only date Jewish women. That's what you were saying, right? Uh, mo- did I say that? When no, I'm j- kidding you. Where's the comedy that? here? I thought you, you know, okay. You, but that was, that was really insightful. It just caught me off guard. Really? I a lot of Jewish women, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. See? That's why I liked you. That's yeah. why we get along. I could see you with a Jew. I love the Jews. You, you're, you, it's not funny. He likes I the wrote, Jews. Because you're a writer. Mean, you're verbal. I wrote the first third of a novel about how, um, it's, it's, it's kind, it's not really me. It's, it's a projection of me, but mm-hmm, I wrote, like, a version started, of you. I wrote a good chunk of a novel about how I wish I was Jewish. It's just sort of like, really? Jew envy. It's oh, all wow. about, like, it's about, like Sneaking in the synagogue and uh, just well, you know, you should come. I actually have a bar mitzvah. I'm hosting the trivia. I got a gig at a bar mitzvah. I'm hosting the trivia contest on Sunday. I'm very proud of that. Yeah, I'm getting paid to do that. Yeah, well, you know, you you can come and dance with the 13 year old girls. Uh, That's that's I shouldn't do that. I used to do that. I I used to school. You went to Jewish preschool. I went to Jewish preschool in Chicago, Akiba Schechter in Hyde Park. Oh, okay. So anyway, uh, what the point I was trying to make that my observation of you, um, very superficial, but 
Um, I thought that you seem like, you know, you you seem like an educated, sophisticated, an educated being the key, you know, from like a middle class, upper middle class background. But you actually said you were from a poor family. Is that right? Kind of. It's weird. Like my 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 grandparents are middle class to upper middle class, and then mm-hmm. my parents are just total fuck ups. What did your parents? Oh no, no yeah. one's listening to this. Believe you me. My mom is really good about the Google alerts. Oh, she's. I don't know. I well, know, maybe. Is this on Google? <laughs> I don't know. You know. Um, but don't worry because when that interview comes out in Entertainment Weekly, it's all going to be blown anyway. And my parents know their fuck ups. It's just they should. They so, should, what did your grandparents do? Uh, my on my dad's side, one was a teacher and one was a social worker, which doesn't sound like a lot. No. But um, my grandmother just, like, really, like, killed it with the teacher's union. And when she retired, she got something, like, she never took a sick day. So she got something, like, $150,000. Your grandmother. <laughs> and on, yeah, and on my ma- and my dad's side. She got so like your so grandmother was, like, a real... Um, Badass. Your grandmother was really had her shit together, and she was pretty strong and maybe disciplined and maybe critical. Super disciplined, really hated me until I was, not hated me, loved me, then hated me for about four to seven years. Oh, and you live with, you live with your grandparents, right? You grew up with your grandparents? On your mother's side, that's what we're talking about. My dad's side, she's the badass. I spent a lot of time at her place, too. So did you, you, you your, imp, your grandparents are a big influence on you. And why do you think your parents are fuck-ups? Uh, oh, man, do I have to really, I have to vocalize this now, huh? Because I said it. It's my fault. I put this no, burden on myself. You know, no, but I mean, see how you're blaming yourself? That's so interesting. There's a lot of self-criticism going on there. No, I asked you. It's you know, like you the, just put it out there. I asked you. It's not like you brought it on yourself. It's just out there. Say no. Well, my oh wait, wait. <laughs> say well, no I'm, fucking I'm, way. I'm talking about that. No, I want to talk about. Oh, that. good. I'm okay. Talk about stuff. I'm not going to not talk. Okay. About see, that. I got countertransference right. defensive there. So go ahead. No, like when I well one way one good thing about uh, one one thing I use uh, making fun of myself or getting defensive or pushing off for it is to think about what I want to say. It's like oh, I don't want to say oh, what do, what do I do? Ah. Meta, buying time shit really telling you exactly what I'm doing um, yeah I don't know my dad just has a lot of kids and he doesn't have a lot of money and he just like is that's not a good combination how many kids never a good combination uh, a lot of kids and anything is never a good combination as far as I'm concerned yeah I don't have any kids it's so weird to me that they're well how many kids does your dad have you really don't seven. know? I don't. And it's like six or seven, including me. I can't even. I have to count. But have but to but names. what about the women? How many women do you like? Could you could just you make a women. chart just, if just you just two wa- women? Just my mom and my stepmom. So it's like just two women, but a lot of kids. He you don't even want to think about how many kids he has. That's what I'm well, getting. They're my, they're my they're my siblings, so I should right. be this. So no, but it's but freaky. He converted to Catholicism. That's fucked up. He was he was a black oh. man blessed with an. Uh, atheist agnostic mother parent like parents that were not religious which on my other side I did not have that advantage it's like there's so much weird religious like hatred and weird shit in black families typically like hating the gays and like I spent my 23rd birthday I worked for uh, Obama for America in Ah. 2008 and I spent my 23rd 24th I don't remember which one but I spent my birthday working at a at a black church in Indiana, and it's like this really poor, 
neighborhood and the preacher just stood up there and said that the reason that no one has jobs in their neighborhood is the gays. And it's just like, what is, like, are you, wow. like the, gay, the gays, what gay? I mean, there's surely gays. There are gay people everywhere, but it's not like they're just a, a, a phalanx of gay people came in and just took all the jobs or like eliminated that's, the jobs. That's, that's, that sounds like, yeah, that's like definitely where, where that, that that's horrible. That's all. It, it's that's horrible, just, and a lot of that's black crazy. people grow up with that. I'm sure a lot of Jews grow up with that. Come on. So I, mean, I guess a lot of every. A lot my of mother used people. to wear. Yeah, my. Well, my, I only think about black people because I'm black. Yeah, well, my my aunt used to use. I mean, I don't even want to talk about. I mean, we used to. I used to call up the people that used to work at her home health aides and apologize all the time. We what love you, you our family, for? because my. I'm just going to say this, but my aunt. Um, use the word schwarza. Schwarza? What does that Schwarza. Schwarza. Regularly. What does that mean? Um, it's the Jewish slang. It's like saying the N-word. Oh. Uh, it's That's horrible. Cool. Like, I don't even feel you good about it. I feel like it. I wish I hadn't even said it. It's so ugly. That's how I, But you, you really forgive ugly. me, right? People you forgive just, me. I feel bad even about saying that word. Yeah, it's terrible, but people should just say it because if you put it on a pedestal, then people just want to say it, you know? Yeah, and you know what? It's better to say it than just like I don't – I mean I'm not like that, so I'm not – you know how I know I'm not racist? This is how I know I'm not racist You're because – probably at least a little racist. Well, I mean as anybody. Anybody. I'm not You're very – You're not a real racist. I'm Sorry, not, I'm I'm not great at it because I know what my best friend at one point had a black boyfriend, and we all went to a party, to, party together out in the middle of nowhere, and I said – Oh, that must be where the party is because there's a white guy standing outside. And I said that, and I forgot that he was black. Like I totally like forgot what a ra- how racist I sounded. Man, I don't get that joke. Because when you're in like a all black ghetto neighborhood, which is another stereotype, and you see oh, one white hipster, that's your friend. That's the party. Oh, you see what I'm saying? I feel that way too, though, because sure you, I grew up in a black neighborhood, and the last time I was back in the neighborhood I grew up in, one of my, like, Little League teammates, I was, like, walking to the train in Chicago, and one of my Little League teammates pulled up in a Cadillac and pulled me in the car. I was like, don't you fucking walk around here? Oh, that's <laughs> hilarious. It's like, Doug's just like, be careful, dude. Like, so, don't fucking walk around this neighborhood. Who the fuck do you think you're, you can't walk around here. You're, you don't, you don't belong here. It's like, that's where I grew up. That's so funny. So here, that is really funny. God, that's so funny. That's like, yeah, it's everywhere. But so I want to understand this about you. So you say your parents are losers. I'm a little bit suspicious of that or whatever. But let me just. They're really nice people. But but how did you wind up being such a like educated, sophisticated guy coming? Like explain your background a little bit. Um, how, I don't even know how I answer that. Like, did did you go to college? Yeah, I went to college. Where, where? Um, I went to two colleges. I don't usually tell people about the first one because I hated it. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to a liberal art. I went to this really white liberal arts school in Wisconsin because it was the only school I could get into because I fucked up high school so badly. Mm. And but I still had high test scores and I was black mm-hmm. and this like really yeah. white school is like, can we get a black kid? Oh, and great. then I got there and I was like, this sucks. It's just a school full of like farm kids from Wisconsin. But it was a good school. It was a good school, but it was mm-hmm. like not the vibe for me. Oh, so that's uh huh. And then where did you go to school after that? You transferred? I went to Reed College in Portland, Oregon. Oh, I've heard of that. It's so was that a school. big influence on your life? Yeah. Really? Moving there, did that like change you? Like this is that how you became a sophisticated um, guy in Bushwick? 
Um, it, it's how I became sophisticated. It's the most, it's the best thing I ever did. And it's also how I started having a drug problem. <laughs> a drug problem? Yeah. Do you really have a drug problem? I don't know if I have a drug problem. What kind of drugs? Uh, all of them. No, not heroin. I've never done heroin. But like, do you take, um, opiates? Uh, opiates? Not really. No, do you not. have like, do you have a drug problem where you take drugs like every day and if you don't take them, you feel bad? Oh, no, not every day. Uh, no. That's not a drug problem. All right, great. <laughs> it's a drug. I'm going to enable you. Great. Enable me. Um, so. But Reed was great. It was amazing. It like taught me to think and just be the person who I am. Yeah, it's a great yeah, it's yeah. You're obviously, you know, educated and articulate and stuff like that. So I just let's find out why your parents. Why you are critical of your parents? What is that about? What's going? What are your parents like? Describe them. It's okay to be critical. I just want to understand. Well, I mean, my dad is really the. My dad really deserves it because he wasn't in my life most of the time. I mean, mm-hmm. I, like, so I can I can criticize my dad all I want. Mm-hmm. He's, but my mom is the one I feel bad about criticizing because what? my mom is just a lovely person who's like really nice and who probably sacrificed what could be like a good career and like an entirely different life to raise me and I'm still bitter and like like uh, I, I'm in mean about it. So I'm I'm the asshole. You feel bad about how you treat your mom? I totally feel bad. Wow. Does she know that? Uh, Does she know that you feel bad about it? She probably she knows probably you treat her badly. She probably doesn't know that I feel bad about it. I, I don't know if I've ever actually said that out so, loud before. I'm really opening up right now. I'm oh, trying really? To, I'm all That's in. beautiful. I'm all in. I'm, oh, yeah, I'm, well, well you know, I'm glad get, you feel safe. I, I mean, the, I want to get on board. That's wonderful. So, um... You're giving you're, me to say all kinds of things that I would never, that I wouldn't oh, say. Oh, wow, that's great. This is like a really, this is really good recommendation for my show. I like this. The show rules. Show rules. Oh, wow, this is great. And this is exactly what I need, re- ego reinforcement. That's my problem. Um, it's great prop me up, prop about. me up. That's it is, all. It is great that I get to talk about this because I don't, I actually don't, it is on my mind. I don't oh, okay, good, good. Actually, Maybe I, we'll get you in therapy after this. I did open, this is the I second I could start time doing it and charging. I never do, but I could. You should do I that. never charge. I I, I I do therapy a lot, but I don't charge because I don't have a degree. And I'm, it's, you know, it. I don't know. It's please for fun. Please don't charge me to be here. I didn't go to work to come here. No, 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 no. This is your favor to me. This is like you're doing me the favor. No, this isn't a favor. I'm All really right. happy to be here. Well, we're enjoying this. So I want to understand, like, so I want to understand what you're critical about your mom about. Um, it's really, it's, it's totally unfair criticism. Now we don't care. We're not judging. What I is it? I just want to be honest that I know it's unfair. Okay. I, I'm not, re- it's, um, I'm critical about my mom for not preparing me to be an adult. And what does that mean? Did um, she, did she baby you? Uh, she didn't baby me exactly. Yeah, she did. She kind of, she babied me. And she didn't, like, she didn't, like, ask me to, like, work hard or, like, do anything. She, she wasn't demanding. She wasn't demanding at all. Which is why your dad initially probably liked her. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I don't that's speculate a, about that. No, but that's really a problem for, for, for a lot of women, particularly. It's really, like, you've got to be demanding. You've got to, like, fucking call guys on their shit. You've got to call everybody on their shit. I wish my girlfriend was more demanding. But, see, you're probably repeating. See, that's what I'm wondering about your intimacy issues, because I'm sure you got them. You've got, like, you're a really complicated guy. You've got uh, intimacy Do issues. Do Oh, yeah. There's Do no I? way you don't. Do uh, I? Well, I don't know. We could talk about the fight you had. We got to focus here. We've got look. Here's what we come up with. We got to either talk about 
the argument you had with your girlfriend. Okay. We got to get into like what your parents were really like and how you feel guilty about your mom. Um, how many kids you grew up with and your relationship with your dad or like how all that stuff, like your parent, your grandparents, this is what I'm hearing. Your grandparents are like this kind of gold standard of humanity. They're not, but they're, they're, I mean, they're they're, they're people. I'm exaggerating, exaggerating. But we're not talking about the girlfriend thing, but we have to talk about the other things. The girlfriend. What do you think? Can you say what you think your problems with your girlfriend are? Can you say that? I said that's the thing we're not going to talk about. All right. Okay. I do wish she was more demanding. Yeah. um, Because um, your mother wasn't. So, but see, this is the thing. If your mother wasn't demanding, it's not unlikely you would wind up with a girlfriend that's not demanding. But you need to take responsibility um, for not not ex- waiting for her to be demanding because that's just repeating your old pattern and there's no growth and it's not going to help you. Okay. So you got to look at her and say, like, if she was demanding, this is what I should do. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? Wait, I, I think that would she help. she was demanding this. Uh, wait, what? So, like, what? so say, like, um, your girlfriend, um, you know, um, it's Saturday night mm-hmm. and, um, she, you know, she, do you want me to tell you what Saturday night Okay. Like? Okay. Do you want me to, uh, or do you want the, hypoth- you could do the hypothetical and I could tell you if it's right. Uh, well, I'm just saying like, you know, like let's, let's say, let's say, um, she, she needs help. She's moving and she didn't ask you to help her. You're supposed to go like, I need to help you. Do you see what I'm saying? I need yeah. to help you move. Just because yeah. she didn't ask means. So, um, what what do you think was screwed up about your mother? Wait, what do I think was what about screwed up? Or what? What is the? My what mom's, is? My mom's not screwed up. She or, just didn't do a lot. Like, what do you mean? What would her career have been? I don't know. She dropped out of college to raise me. Do you think your mom was intelligent? Yeah, my mom's super smart. So what do you think her life would... Because what you said was that she gave... Like, in a certain way, she gave up her life to be your mom. Well, she had other stuff going on, too, so I'm not... Like what? Uh, Well, she was... I don't know. She was she was adopted, and she had a complex about that. She has a complex about it. And she has a weird... Well, she's a black woman in America. That's rough on... That's a rough... In Chicago? In Chicago. It's a shitty racist place. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff that's like out of my mom's control. Oh, no, okay, so here's one thing I'm I'm bitter about bitter with my mom about. Okay. Um she has a tendency to blame racism and like big systematic things for her not succeeding as much as she'd like. Yeah, she's not wrong. Well, yeah, but, <laughs> no, she's not wrong, but you can't you, you can't, can't live like that. You can't live like that because yeah. you're just—it's self-defeating. Like I used to live like that, and I had to stop. And I just had to be yeah. like, no. Like I, it's like, yeah, there's racism out there. It's just something I'm going to deal with. Yo, okay. So I had a conversation with—I um, don't want to sound—I don't want this to sound too cool because I'm—it's—it's going to celebrity. Sound, Are yeah, you going to name drop? Uh, it will because I had a conversation with Wyatt Senek. Not okay. because I hang out with Wyatt Senek, but because he bartends after his. He has a weekly show. And yeah, he bartends at Parks at Pork Slope after it. So anyone can just oh. bug the shit out of him, which is what I did. And I made a crack to him, which I was hoping he would think was funny, and he did not. He took it super dead seriously. I was like, you're like the only black person that Mark Maron has interviewed that's not the president of the United States. Because Mark Maron doesn't hilarious. interview black dudes. 
or he bi- doesn't. He, he doesn't. doesn't. That's or interesting. Even, not Asian people, not Hispanic. He only interviews like white people. Generally you know, white dudes. Yeah, and and like yeah, he's got like a weird vibe. But I'm a huge fan just because I love hearing about the creative process and comedy and stuff like that. So oh, I'm a, I'm an ad, I'm an addict. I'm a Mark Maron addict. But um, no, I love his interviews. I, I was talking about this. Night. I was talking about this last night actually with Ben Cronberg. Oh, what did you say? I said that uh, I think like since. Um, you know, post Obama, he's like just—it's just not that good. It's not oh, as man. good because he's so—he bought his own shit. He bought his own shit. He oh was, yeah, he brings it up all the time. Yeah, I know, and he knows that he—he he knows he's like that, but yeah. um. But he still does it. it. Doesn't knowing that you're like that doesn't make it okay. So you think your mom was a, not such a great example, in that like I mean, and and I have felt that way. You know, like working in the corporate world as a woman, I've. I have, I, you know, I have bounced. I mean, it's normal because you think like, well, I'm not doing that well. And then you think, well, I've got an obstacle. And then you think, well, I can't let that get in my way because I have an obstacle. So, I mean, it's, some of that's for very legitimate. but And she has a complex about not having a, a, a college degree. Well, yeah. I mean, my mom didn't either, um, although she was alone. So here's the thing. Um, I'm thinking that you kind of wished your mom was a little tougher. Yeah, I wish. Yeah, I wish. That. You wish. You wish you had. You wish you had a more kick-ass mom. Yeah, I wish she'd like made me do my homework a little bit. You know. Do you feel? Do you feel like she that you were in charge too much as a kid? Um. Yeah, I was super in charge. Yeah, I was too way too. In charge. And so was it just you and her growing up? Uh, well, it was me, her, and my grandparents. Right, but so she was in charge of you, and eventually a stepdad. Mm-hmm. Who sucked. Was he really dominating? Uh, dominant. He was just kind of distant and weird, and an alcoholic, and an angry guy. Super angry. He once threw a bucket of bleach around a room and just like trashed it. So here's here's what I'm thinking. I'm and he thinking hit me a couple times. And he hit you. Yeah. That's fucked up. That's really wrong. And, and what would your mom, mom do? Nothing. Oh, and my dad hit my mom too. My mom. That's it's, fucked up too. It's fucked up, right? Like it's like who? Like why do people? Why do? Why do people hit anyone? Right? Like I would. I cer- I don't want to hit anyone, and I definitely don't want to hit the person I'm in a relationship with. Yeah, right. <laughs> the person who's not like trying to knock you over and take your wallet. Yeah, I don't even want. I got mugged once, and I don't even want to hit that guy, even though that right. guy sucks, and I hope he gets his by a buck. So you've you've watched your mom get treated poorly by a bunch of. Man, authority figures, and I think terrible, your mom. Right? I think your mom might have been really criticized by her mom. Is that right? Oh yeah, yeah. So that's really where her self esteem got like thrown under the bus. Her own family, I yeah. think, right? Yeah, no, that's accurate. And so you were brought up by a woman that um, beyond didn't have a, a lot of self esteem ha- did not have a lot of self esteem, and so she actually probably thought you were in charge more than she was because she had such a self esteem issue. You just totally pinned it. And the thing is about your mom is like she's smart, probably has has like all the makings of like she could have been a, she could have been a contender, but she got fucked over by your grandmother. But you know what? She's still working at it. Actually, she went back to school. She's doing all this new stuff. I'm really proud of her. That's good. So you know, um, maybe I'm thinking now's a good time to change your relationship with your mom. What do you think about it? Like, let do you, does she know you're proud of her? Um, well, probably. no, because you you didn't say yes. Oh, yes, she does. No, she probably doesn't. She probably oh, she does. Tell her that. You should totally tell her that. 
And does she know that you feel bad about how you've treated her sometimes? Uh, she probably... No, I said she doesn't know that. Yeah. Well, isn't that crazy? You're 31 years old. I'll tell her these things right after. I'll tell her these things. You're 31 years old. It's time to grow up. It's hard to grow up with your parents. It's like I grow up around... I feel grown up around everyone but my parents. Right. Right. But but see, the thing is, is that you can... How old is your mom? She's like my age, maybe. Younger. She's really young. She had me when she was like 19. Yeah, so she's she's like 50, right? She's like 50, yeah. So your mom has like a few good years left, right? She does. She's she's working it. And... um, she her self esteem like you could be you could help her self esteem you could help her self esteem as well you should because you're six I think you're successful does she know how much money you make ah uh, yeah she does okay so you're a successful productive guy except for the drug and alcohol problem but we're gonna fix that we're you know it's not over it. yet so it's not over no it's not over yet I'm so gonna, I'm gonna go like cheer my mom on and like just not do any drugs. But but I also think that um, you you want to have a lot of respect for women. I do. And I think that with an example like that, no matter no matter what, that's going to be an obstacle. I mean, n- not that you aren't no, respectful I have to a women. Ton of respect for women. No, I'm super. I'm super. No, I. I or do. maybe you overcompensate. I don't know. Maybe, but I'm just. I just have a. I. I think the world sucks so much and is like stack the deck against people that aren't in power so much that I'm just like rah rah women rah rah ethnic minorities rah rah third world countries rah rah gays rah. I just. I really. I just. I just hate the establishment mm. a lot. So mm. I'm just like reflexively. You know, if you're mm. not the asshole that's in power, fucking things up. I just. I love you. Mm-hmm. You're well, like that's such a posture. I think. I think you know. No matter what, I do think that um, it would help you. Um, it would help somehow untangle some of, of whatever happens in your life if you. I mean, because the, the thing is, the relationship with your mom could really be improved so simply. You know what I mean? You could totally change just, that dynamic. I think, right? Just me being more positive. Yeah, and I think like like if you're more positive to other people, you're going to get more positive feedback back, and then like it's going to be great for you. You know what I mean? Like she's going to start really like respecting you in a way that is going to make you feel that's going to be great for you because she'll be like, look at my son. He he knows how to take care of me in a way that I didn't even know I needed. And he's going to, ha- and he's like, you know, it's just like, that would be huge. You would be so proud. It's so, all right, I'll try it. It's I don't like know. hard for me to imagine my mom, like, being more proud of me. I mean, now that, I mean, I don't, I just say that because that's, like, a fact. And, like, I, and I'm almost, like, bitter about it because, like, don't you want to ask anything of me? Like, it's like, it's like, you could, you could. Just, oh, when when she when I finished college and I finished like my thesis, like you had to do, I had to do a thesis at Reed, and she like said this whole thing oh, about Jesus. how she was proud that I got picked for this weird audience participation thing at like Disney World, and I'm just like, can you just be like proud of the fact that I worked really hard and I like finished school and I like did all this work? Why are you proud of like me like getting uh. picked out of a crowd for something? So she's so it's almost like her 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 approval is so ubiquitous that you don't feel like you earned it. Yeah, I don't feel like I earned it. Yeah. Well, maybe you know I get it, I get it, but you know what? Like 
she she I think you could help her. You could help her be seen. She's not being seen, I think. You no, know what I mean? I should help. I want to Well, it would be good for everybody. I mean, it's always good to put out the most positive shit you can put out there in any way you can. Just do it. That's what I think. So we only so have 20 selfish. minutes. We only have 20 minutes. I know. I Isn't this, so this go fast? So I want to. I'm selfish, though. I will say that. You are selfish? My mom's selfish. Selfish in what way? She doesn't, a- she doesn't actually, like, ask about anything. She just, like, you get her on the phone and she just talks about herself. Because she's a little bit in her own world. What? She's a little bit in her own she's world. She's totally in her. She's yeah. a lot in her own world. Yeah, she has to be. Does she have a drug or alcohol problem? Oh, no. She's like, she doesn't even drink anymore because she has like liver problems. Oh, I'm sorry. But do you have, never, um, do you, had a drug or do you have she drug or alcohol problems in your genetics? Uh, I guess my, my mom's brother does. My uncle. Mm. I don't know. I, oh, and I'm a, yeah. I have a, I have I have like uncle and aunt son. Each yeah, side of, yeah. Know. Could be working against you. Could be like more than just it. Could you know? Like a lot of times people think, oh, you know, you just had a fucked up life and you have a drug and alcohol problem. But it could be genetics. A lot of genetics, you know, working against you too. Um, but we're not going to solve that. Um, so you said uh, we're going to solve that. You changed your mind. <laughs> we're not going to solve. Well, I don't know. I'll get. You, well, we can if you want. We'll get you right. You know, I'll have. I'll. I'll get. I'll have a. We'll get you right. We'll get you right into rehab after this. Oh God, no! I don't. Tom, want call the medics. We got to get this guy into rehab yeah, now. I'm going to quit doing drugs and alcohol. I'm going to do it on my own. I'm not going to fucking rehab. Fuck that. <laughs> See, this is what I'm saying. Well. um... I mean, that's just so complicated why you're doing them, even what you're doing, how much you're doing, what you feel like before you're doing it. That's that, We'll come back and we'll just focus on that. Come back, we'll just talk about how to solve your drug problem, if you drug and alcohol problem. Um, but we need that to get more back. Well, this is an intake session, honey. <laughs> so so um, when you say there's turmoil going on in your life, I want to know what that is. I don't know. I mean, like, uh, I feel like, I mean, the relationship turmoil I touched on, I feel like, tr- like, s- starting out in comedy is inherently turmoil. Like, that's a, th- that's a, ter- that's turmoil. Like, I work as a freelancer, that's unstable. It's like, I just have, like, all mm-hmm. kinds of, like, instability and stress and, like, stuff to manage all over the place. It's interesting. I think it's really cool that you like stability. Um, I don't like stability. Well, but well, it, like but you miss it. Weird. I. It sounds like you had stability growing. Did you have stability growing up with your mom? What? How do we define stability? Like, did you have dinner every night? Did you have food oh, on God, the table? Yeah. Well, we had food on the table, but it's not like it, a lot of times it was like fast food. I changed schools a lot. We moved. I didn't. I wouldn't say I had. I no. mean, I could. Re- I didn't. I wasn't like in poverty. I could rely on. Uh, you know, I could rely on food being there, but I definitely didn't have, like, stability and, like, a family dinner or any of that stuff. Is your mom consistent? Is her behavior consistent? Uh, in what way? Just, like, can you predict what she's going to say and it, whether she's going to be on time, whether... She's never on time. She's oh. at least an hour late. Oh, that's not good. Inconsistent. Inconsistency in parenting, that's not good. And she was just, like, wasn't there. Oh, the other thing is she, like, wasn't there when I was in high school. What do you mean? She literally physically wasn't there. She was taking... My grandparents were sick, and she was just taking care of them. Mm. So she would just, like, leave me money to order pizza every night, mm-hmm. and I would just be alone. And my stepdad was mm. living there, and he would he would just go out drinking. Mm. 
And I just be alone all the time. That's not good. That's not good. That's not good. That's bad. That's really bad. Your mom sounds like a masochist, too. Like, just just filled with self-hatred. She is a masochist. She's the one who should be here, Jesus. That's who should be here. She'd love to be here. (laughs) Um, yeah, I think you could help, you could, you could help her, you could help her. Um, so you're feeling, so like there's a lot of, you feel unsettled because you, but you, but you have money. Like you seem like your financial situation must be stable, no? Yeah, financially I'm okay. So that's a big deal, no? Yeah. Better than all those other comedians. I mean, I'm a little stressed about it, but I should, I'm like, I'm like, I'm a little like, I have some like. I need to pay my taxes, but I can work that out. Yeah, like you can, you have a way to make money, and like, yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty awesome. And you made that happen from scratch, and that's pretty awesome. What's the What's the uh, turmoil with comedy? Like, how are you feeling about your comedy comedy career or whatever you call it? Like, how are you feeling about that right now? Like, what's stressful about that in particular? Everybody goes I don't through. Know, but I just I just feel like it sucks. Why? <laughs> like, like, I mean, I feel, feel like I'm doing fine. Like, people ask me to do shows, and like, it, mm-hmm. it yeah, like it, it feels like it's like consistently growing but i still Mm -hmm. just feel like i don't know i i just i don't know i just walk out there and it's like i i feel like there's all these like people i feel like there's like an in crowd in comedy oh yeah of course there is yeah there's like an in crowd totally and i'm like you're not in it i'm like but the it's almost even it's like i'm surprised you look like you could be you seem like you could be in it but what I feel like I should be in it, right? I'm cool, right? I you're should cool. be in the in crowd. Yeah, you're good. No, but I'm totally I'm totally not in the in crowd and but they're 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 cool. I mean, I'm cool. It's like it's weird. I'm like on the I'm on the outskirts of the in crowd. How about that? Mm-hmm. And yeah. who's the in crowd? Is it the alt comedies people? Like the, yeah, the alt comedy people. Like the like the Joe Firestones. Yeah, and those people. Joe- well, Joe's so like a Joe's like so successful and like nice and good Welcoming. she's above it all she is because she's yeah. really she's just just amazing she's just yeah. so welcome joe she's firestone the most is. inclusive person on the planet just joe firestone but is those but awesome. that group but that group yeah you, you know, yeah i know like, that group I'm almost a little they're they're i hope well, they're probably not listening no probably not no, one, oh no, no they wouldn't be bothered no with they wouldn't this. be bothered they don't no, they don't, no, give, they don't no, give a fuck no, what i think no no but yeah you know who i'm talking about yeah yeah so, You've had some of them on your show. I have. You I have. have. But had I, li- I like them. And I don't know. I but I know what you mean, though. I mean, I know what you mean. Like, they all get booked together. Lorelai, right? Part of that? I don't want to name names. Okay. But, yeah, they do all I, book each other together. Yeah. They do all book each other. But you got booked on that Sean Patrick Carney show. Yeah, yeah. Sean's cool. Sean's, yeah. Sean's like, Sean, uh, Sean and I are tight. Oh, I like him a lot. Yeah, he He's was on great. a show I did, uh, t- um, Focus Group Live. Oh, that's awesome. He was awesome. on the panel. Yeah. No, Sean's great. Sean's great, um, but it is kind of like. But don't you think? And I'm older than them. It's so awkward. Well, it's so awkward trying to get in with like kids who are like five years younger than you, and you're just like, uh. But um, you see, here's the thing: you are, you are, and I'm not saying everybody doesn't do this, but you are evaluating yourself next to them. And no one, like, really cares about, like, in the world of comedy, in the whole, like, career, in the whole career of comedy, in the, your career of comedy, this is a blip. Yeah, no one really cares, right? It's That's a blip. Good. It is. So, but I can understand that. Do I you, also feel, I do improv, too, and I just don't feel part of, like, the group of people that do that, either. I just feel so on the outskirts. I just feel, not out. I just feel, like, such a, I just feel like I'm just, like, at it alone all the time. I guess, mm-hmm. like, I mean, that's kind of, stand-up nope. is kind of like that. But, like, stand-ups have, like, a camaraderie. Yeah. And, like, I go to the open mics and stuff, and, like, 
I don't have like I have like a cup I don't really have stand up friends either. I just feel like everywhere I go in comedy I'm like the outsider and it's just really taxing. Yeah, no, I hear you. So what do you think that's about? Is it about um cuz let's just take the fact that like you're a cool guy and you're you're talented. So like besides that, do you think it's like your schedule that you're not is there another reason or it's not a schedule like I'm around. I don't know. So what is it? They just they just all know each other. They they just it's just one of those things. It's like high school, right? It is like high school. But do you have other friends in comedy or people that you've that you can like? I mean, I, I do have I, friends in comedy. I yeah, do don't don't you have your friends? I was always one of the people in the back of the room going, "Oh, those guys." You no, know? I, I totally have my friends. Um, yeah, I de- I definitely have my friends. I'm not like I'm not totally alone. But there's a lot of time. There's a I, there's some context where I have a have I have like my friends but there's a lot of context I'm in where I'm just like oh my god I'm just here fucking alone and like, yeah why am I even yeah they don't want me here do you feel like that I feel like that yeah yeah like oh, they don't want me here um yeah some of that I'm sure coming you know some of that I'm sure is coming from you I'm sure <laughs> Yeah, some of it's definitely coming from you. I and try so hard. I'm so I like. No, but, I come. I'm so social. I'm like, hey, how's it going? How's your weekend? How are you doing? Like, what's new? Like, I tr- I really try with a lot of. People. You know, and a lot of that stuff, honestly, I think just takes time. Like, yeah. have they known each other longer? Um, it depends. Like with the like comedy crowd, they definitely know each other longer. I have like with the with some other people that's like they're all kind of new and they've like kind of attached to each other and I'm like why am I the outsider in this weird group of people that mm. I don't know I mean you know you pro- I'm gonna I'm gonna bet I would bet money that you feel much more like an outsider than you really are than than I bet you they all feel the same way a lot of them I'll bet you I'll bet you I'll bet you this whole studio Right. <laughs> that I don't own. All right, I'll, just, I'll trust you on that. I'll trust you on that. No, but you know what? You know what? Here's a, here's a really good way to make friends and find that out. Here's a suggestion. So um, I don't know how you are, but I, like if I was there uh-huh. uh, as an adult that I am now uh-huh. and more have more perspective, uh-huh. I would probably go over to one of those other kids and I'd say, uh, you know, I always feel like I'm not cool enough to be here. And then they would go, yeah, me too. And you would be surprised how everybody feels that way. Oh, God, that's so frightening. But you have to have the balls to be able to, like, go over and, and, like, say that and make fun of somebody or make fun of the situation and just lighten it up. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, if you can own that, own it. All right. Okay? Because, like, who are they? Who are they? No one – you know what? I mean, Joe Firestone is my total hero. Like, she's she's my – what do they call it? My spirit god. But I will tell you that there is no one outside of – you know this square block that has ever heard of her. I mean, That's come on. Cha- I mean, I feel like it's changed. She's like on like I saw her. She's like she's a writer on uh, on a, yeah, but no one even knows who he is. Sadly, I mean, but not he's more. Getting, he's getting he's, he's getting, getting visibility. But also, she was she was on like a thirty under thirty list. She's people are pushing. No, show, show Firestone's gonna like she's blow up. she's definitely gonna blow up. But and she's like getting a lot of like small parts and stuff. She's no, she's definitely up. gonna blow she's up. Like it's gonna happen for her for sure. Yeah. But what I'm saying is is like we all have to keep perspective. That's true. Because, um, she's like the top top of the list or whatever, the top of the heap. In the world of that you're talking that about, and like no one even, successful. yeah, exactly. 
So, so I mean, you know, we all have this, all of us creative people, we always, especially the ones that have ambition like you do, like we're always trying to get better and do more and, you know, just be better and move ahead and get more, and get more likes on Facebook. I mean, but get more. It's all about the likes. Get more. It's get, getting audience. It's appealing to people, you know, getting in their getting in their heads and getting getting to connect with them. We all want that. Or we all try to do that. That's part of it. I want to get in everyone's head. And, yeah, well, um, so anyway, but, you know, so, but, I mean, we all do that, but, like, we're really all better off. This is when I get like that, but, I mean, about everything in art, you know, I'm very involved in making visual art, too, and all that crap. Uh, That's a brutal. I've seen some of that stuff. You have? Good stuff. Oh, thanks. But, I mean, that's a whole other um, I'm not in, you it's know, brutal. I feel the same way. I mean, I, I feel like there's a click that. that I'm not in and all the shit. I dip my toe in that and I just was like, I don't really, I, I don't understand how to make art. I can't do this. Yeah, no. Um, so uh, I don't think I do either, but. I just want to make jokes. Yeah. Um, no, good. That's focus. Focus on one thing the mo- most you can. But Art's but, complex. Jokes just like, oh, they laughed. I succeeded. No, but also, and, I mean, if you're good at that, that's a great thing to be good at. Um but I just think, like, if you can focus on your own work, like, that's that's what we all have to, that's what we, ha- that's what we have to tell ourselves. Focus, like, how's your comedy writing go? Um, like, where is that? That's where, what, I, that's where, that's where you got to focus on your yeah. comedy writing and developing. Yeah, that's good. That's a really good point. I should, you I really good. That's, that's the most day. important thing to you right now. It is. The right. most important thing. It is. So so if you can focus on that as your beacon, everything will, you know, things will fall into place. I you think know, I'm actually going to be psychologically and spiritually better after this conversation. Really? That's so awesome. I think so. You're, I making, hope so. you're helping me. If, I feel, if I'm going to feel like you've set me up to, so if I don't, then it's like, oh, No, man, see? Like, you're getting like, down on yourself. No, no, no. That's my thing, being down on myself. Well, you know, that's a real indulgence there. It is. Get over yourself. Right. Get over yourself. What am I supposed what What's going to be my thing then? Just, just, you know what, just work on your writing. Just every time you get nervous that you're not this or you're not that or this isn't going well or whatever, um, just focus on your writing. Focus on your writing. Just, you know, you can be alone in your room. You you don't have to go anywhere to write. Like, you don't have to have a gig to write. That's true. So just, like, do that and then everything else, if you can just put that as your priority... You know what I always say to people, um, and this is how I see see my life, how I've learned to after after being so old, um, is that um, my art is my children, and that's the most important thing in my life. So when I think about it that way, everything else falls into place. Like I love my husband; I think he's great. I'm lucky to have him in my life. But to tell you the truth, in a certain way, I mean, the way a child would be, my art is the same way, like as far as him as a priority. I mean, we both treat each other that way in a, in a certain way. Like he has an actual child who's also a priority for me. But it's kind of like I have had my art career or art work or, pro- or art practice, whatever practice, bullshit, practice um, ever since I was three and a half. And I had a really hard life, I think, with part- difficult parents. And that is the one thing that has kept me stable and kept me kept me on track to like not you know what that's the only thing that's ever really kept me kept me together and so I can't 
lose focus on that. And those are my children. So, And I have the integrity about my art projects just like I do with my children. Like if they were my children. I have no children. Oh, my uh, God. My I didn't children. want any children. So, but, but like I'm always like, well – you know, I'm embarrassed to ask to be in the show. But, you know, this would be great for my kids. This would be great for my project. So I have to stand up for them. Why are you I'm gonna... embarrassed to be asked in the show? That's great. No, to ask to be in oh, a show. Oh, to ask to be. No, I'm totally embarrassed to ask You know, or something like I want to, or like um, if somebody says like, well, we'll buy this from you for X amount of dollars. And I think, well, is it worth selling my, is that a good thing for my children to get, you know, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it, it does really help. Um, define things when you can sort of look at it a little more objectively. So um, anyway, you know, I think if we can, I think, I think, you know, the thing that I'm excited about is, look, I want to hear back about how you're really, we have four minutes left. Oh my God. So um, your relationship with your mom, I think is going to, you know, if you can change that dynamic, I think that'll open, that'll like change your perspective. And I think it'll be helpful. Change your perspective in your own, in your own place in the world. A little bit. All right, I'm going to try to do that. So, but I want to talk about you. I want to talk about why, where people should come and see you. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, so you should come see me on May 25th, which is like, I don't know, like 10, is it 10 days from now? Something like that. Today's um, the 12th. It's going to be a good show. It's at Adelina's. It's called Catch a Writhing Star. Oh, that sounds really funny. It's really, it's a good pod. Right? And where where is that place? At Adel- it's in Greenpoint. Adelina's is in Greenpoint. Adelina's in Greenpoint and on I, May twenty fifth. And I think I'm gonna have a show at the Annoyance Theater. On the oh, I love that place. I love it too. What are you gonna do there? Um, a, it's it's a themed show. Um, it, it should be June fifteenth, although we're still kind of fi- finalizing the date. Um, it's a themed show about the. Uh, iPhone game Neku Atsume. Oh is wow! Like, it's like a it's a game where you collect cats. You just put out food and oh, toys, that's and cool. cats come and play with them. It's not. It's like you don't do anything. You just put stuff. So out. now you're doing that with a group of people, right? Yeah. So there, there, there's your, there's your people. I have people. You have people. Yeah, have you got to own that. Own I that. Have, I know I have people. Yeah. You have to float in so many circles. I know. And like, and like see so many people. And I know. It's, it's like hard. I know where my people are, but I have to go to places where my people aren't there, and that's when I feel alone. Ah. You know? Oh, yeah. You, can never, you can't always be with your people because then they just like. Oh, so you have your people you just don't aren't happy when or it's just not it's harder well of course it's harder of course it's gonna be harder that's where the growth is i love being around my people they're cool oh so you have your people well then what are we worrying about that for you can't have your people there all the time yeah that's true there's some people that feel like they're just cool with everybody though well that project that you yeah yeah that's bullshit you're buying into you're enabling those people to feel cool about themselves Fuck it. All right. I'm going to say. Um, wait, wait. So Twitter, where you want people to, you don't really, is that where people should find you That's on Twitter? That's where people should find me on Twitter. And you have a weird name on Twitter. Poor Lil Richie. Poor Lil Richie. Poor Lil. Poor Lil Richie. That's sort of telling, isn't it? I just wanted a nice, I want. just wanted it to be like a cultural reference. Because like Poor Little Rich Girl is like a thing. It's like an thing or something. Where is that from? I get it. I get it. Oh. But yeah, I was like, oh, isn't that from Vanderbilt? Glory Vanderbilt. Oh, yeah. All right, we're going to get like 30 seconds. So I'm trying to end. So anyway, I see this was so great today. I really enjoyed my time with you. I really enjoyed it. I felt like it was really, really productive. And I'm like super happy that you came on the show. And uh, I want everybody to go to that hoedown, that Bayou hoedown this weekend at Brooklyn. 
Bayou and Brooklyn Music Festival. Yeah, okay. down. It's, I'm calling it a right hoedown because that's what it seems like it's going to be to me. But How I don't many know times do you get a hoedown in Brooklyn? Not that often. Yeah, the Bayou. When, when do you ever hear?